The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Welcome everybody to the 13th installment of Pillow Talk, or 14th if you count the Pornhub Wild Hogs episode, which I don't. You know that was I counted twice. You counted twice. I didn't say how many times you came to it. I said, do you count it? And we are here from our king size bed, ladies and gentlemen. This is not your Nana's podcast. Hell your no. Your Nana listens to Joe Rogaine and all those chuds. We are the elite in podcasting and as always we record from our king size bed fit for two kings ain't that right uncle howard well i don't know about that i know there's one king in this bed and that's me and then there's a big traitor who stabbed me in the back and that's damn right that i'm still mad and i'm still pissed off about that big circle jerk podcast you hosted but i'm gonna get my revenge and that's all there is to that <laughs> What are you going to do? Where are you going to take your talents to? What other podcast can would even tolerate you? Have you heard of that with those guys, the Doughboys? <laughs> yes, I've heard of the Doughboys. Mike Mitchell and Nick, what's his face? Well, you're going to be saying, Doughboy, when I join them and you're left without a fish on a sinker, just <laughs> like an old goat. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. You will join the Doughboys. Well, I am terrified. As always, before we start the show, before we go to bed, I should say, we pick out a movie every night. And sometimes they've been duds and sometimes they've been great. But this time, I got a great movie for you. It's called 17 Again. And it stars a man named Matthew Perry from The Friends. And he, they do some CGI where he looks like Zac Efron and he's 17 again. But it's actually Matthew Perry playing a guy who looks exactly like Zac Efron and he's back in high school. So basically, Matthew Perry gets to live out being back in high school and being kind of a creep. It's, 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 it's a bit of a, not necessarily a me too or a perfect nut, but it's kind of suspect when a man wants to do a movie where he's back in high school and they digitize, digitize his face to make him look younger. What do you think, Howard? Well, I mean, some people would say that's a creep move. Some would say it's a dream come true. As for me, I say the truth is somewhere in the middle. Great. Well, do you have a film picked out for tonight? Well, I certainly do. I certainly do. The film is a real, real little Oscar hunting movie that brought a tear to my eye and everyone else's. It stars your favorite actress, the Dame Judi Dench. It's called... <laughs> It's called Victorian Abdul, and it's about the touching friendship struck up between an aging queen and her Indian consort. 
Jesus Christ, what have you done? What have you done? Why are you picking up films from the art selection here? I've been expanding my view. You've just been expanding what you've jerked off to. I've been expanding a lot of things lately. Not any pair of legs. Beat you to it. Anyways, we have a guest tonight, man. It's kind of exciting. We got a guest in the king size bed. A guy with an IMDb page, like myself, unlike yourself, Howard. (laughs) Uh, A man who, uh, he was in my documentary, Who Killed Them All, 2018. Just, you know, just a fun fact. And a man who... Is going to help us out with Babe later on tonight, Howard. Are you ready to get some tips of the trade? Oh, I'm looking to get some tips and a little more beyond that, if you know okay. what I'm saying. Well, be respectful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome our friend Yuri. What it is. What up? Yeah. What is good, man? How are you doing today? I'm uh, I'm doing well. I uh, I just got back from my one of my best friend's gender reveal parties. Uh, not for himself. He had a, He's having a baby. <laughs> Okay, and what's the gender? Uh, it's a boy. Hey, it's all a right, the boy, it's a baby boy. Do they have a baby. name yet or not? No, they don't have a name yet. Um, they don't have a name yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. And we wanted to talk specifically because me and Howard were a couple of movie nuts, and our one of our favorite movies is a movie called Spider Man, and I don't mean the one that's in the Infinity War, and I don't mean the one with Paul Giamatti. I mean Tobey Maguire, the original. The and, real one. And yeah, we yeah, were wondering, you, with your directorial experience, would you be willing to direct and finish the saga of Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, first, I, I, aside from Tobey Maguire, I don't think there's Spider-Man without Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. You know? Seriously. 100% that's true. Even you know, if she's 40, she still looks fantastic. She is, you know, the, you know, she's just like the peak of, you know, human beauty, I think. I agree. I agree. So it's timeless, you know, Mary Antoinette. I mean, she really <laughs> that's true. She is timeless. That is true. Is there anything I feel if Spider-Man 3, me and Howard have discussed this, my input, and we'll go around and ask Howard, but my input is he goes back. Back to the black suit. He's tempted again. He loves the jazz clubs. It's more about Tobe. It's more about not so much Spider-Man solving crimes, but Spider-Man hitting the local jazz clubs, you know, yeah. dancing yeah, yeah. around, playing the piano, meeting women, just I kind mean, of yeah, and, and, human, humanizing him a little. Humanizing him, and he, we engage in these, you know, erogenous encounters with the Spider-Man. It's more about the man behind the suit and not so much. This caricature who meets Stan Lee and goes, "Oh boy, you better watch out for that rhino," you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's like a hundred percent. You know, I think that like when any like cool hero gets like humanized, it, it always just makes it thirty times cooler. You know, and in Skyfall, when you see James Bond like hooked on pills in the beginning, it's like I don't know. I find that like the coolest thing in like any James Bond movie is like to see him. Like at his most human, the consequences of the lifestyle. Exactly, you know, and you know, I think Peter Parker would definitely get himself into some trouble too, you know. <laughs> Uncle Howard, didn't you? Yeah, didn't you once? It wouldn't, on be, a, it wouldn't be all jazz clubs, you know. Right, right. Uncle <laughs> Howard, didn't you once in a job interview mention the James Bond scene? 
Well, I have mentioned the James Bond scene in a job interview before, but it was actually from Casino Royale when he's getting his nuts beat the shit out of. <laughs> I don't think that helped. You didn't get that job, did you? No, but I think I got some respect from the guy who was interviewing me. That's that's all that matters. It doesn't matter that you got if if you got the job or not. You got the respect. The, so. Yeah. Then I had a scorpion crawl on my hand while I took a shot of tequila. <laughs> Is that um, even a bot thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a bot thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, every, I don't know. Every, every Bond guy, you know, is, that's that's our dream, you know? <laughs> so anyways, Yuri, I want to cut to the chase. Before we even, you know, forget Spider-Man, me and my uncle, we frequent a place called the Seashell. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's quite the bar. It's a little bit like the Blue Martini. What is and, it called? Uh, the seashell. The you seashell. Know? Hmm, yeah. I've heard of it. It's like the blue martini. Basically, okay, it's exclusive. <laughs> Not that exclusive. It's kind of half family, half dive bar. And, uh, you know, we go to meet women and they're just not that interested in us. I don't know if it's because my uncle's ruining my vibe that I've cultivated. I don't know what it is. But uh, we need some advice, man, because we're well, struggling. Man, you know, honestly, like, I'm. I'm like when I got to meet women in person, I'm like a, a shit show, you know, like I think when women are out in public out like with their friends, you know, their personalities change. Like, I mean, it's not just women, like, you know, humans in general, like right. we, we act different out in public. You know, you want to be with your friends. You want to look a certain way with your friends. So like, I, I, I personally have found that the online dating is uh, the wave to meet, oh. to meet some uh, some re real beautiful women, yeah. So me and Howard, are, should we open up an OK Cupid page? I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm stacked. You know, my phone, I got all the apps. I got Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, OK Cupid. I use Facebook for the same purpose. Instagram, you know, it's they're all dating apps. You know, it's Snapchat. You know, whatever. Like, they're all just. Let, let me ask you something, though. I Don't you worry that these people you're meeting with online might not be who they say they are? Um, You know, I usually try to do, like, a whole little, you know, a FaceTime encounter or something like that. Like, oh, I, tr I try to, you know. That's a lot better than what my strategy always has been for meeting women online, which is I get uh, buy a lot of purchases from people on eBay selling potpourri because I figure they're probably women. Then I start chatting with them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know that that definitely sounds like it works. Honestly, like you know, me personally, I you know I just do the online thing. I meet some girls online, try to do a little FaceTime if uh, if they're real. You know, usually online too, I'm able to find girls that I have mutual friends with. So I can kind of check out if they're if they're crazy or not. And also, I think that by them seeing that they have a mutual friend with me, they can ask their friend if I'm crazy. And it kind of it just kind of makes it easier for everyone, you know. So what do you think of me and my uncle getting a couple of gold necklaces, matching gold necklaces over at a Seabold building in downtown? I mean, dude, if you're not rocking jewelry, you're not gonna meet girls in my. I told you, Howard. That's Number one, like forget the online shit. For, you can meet, you know, you can meet the coolest, most amazing girl, and if she sees you, don't, you don't got no gold, nothing. Like you're not really, you're not really anything. Really, we need gold, like like no. our favorite movie, Gold Member. That's right. I love gold. 
I can't uh, I can't ever wear a jewelry because when I work on the Miata, I've heard about a lot of mechanics get their fingers or dicks or something caught inside the timing belt and it gets ripped clear off. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. see that's dangerous. See, what Yuri doesn't know is we live that Miata life. See, my uncle that's drives right. a Miata 2003. It goes very fast. It only has room for one. We sh- I borrow it on the weekends, you know, sometimes, and and it gets a lot of eyes from the women. It's it's a respected vehicle, but uh, it's always tough to get somebody in that passenger seat. And uh, you know, you know that's uh, that's. I actually have some Miata talk uh, for you guys. Oh Let's shit! Go. Lay it on so, us. So a month ago, I directed a, a rap music video for this rapper called Fat Nick, and um, and the concept of the video was kind of like it was basically inspired by Tokyo Drift. Oh, my favorite best, Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, the best, the best Fast and Furious. The one that takes place in the future. Yep. <laughs> and um, yeah, real. That's where they really just tied it all up. I think that's right. So you're and, you're doing this video for Fat Nick. Yeah, and the the we had a whole drifting team that we kind of just we, I hung out with them for like two weeks, filming them drifting every night. It was like a whole club. And the three main cars of the club were all Miatas. <laughs> you see, Howard? It's so nice. Proof yeah, positive. If, what an if you look car. up, yeah, if you look up the music video, you guys could see like a shit ton of really cool shots of Mazda Miatas just peeling you, out and you drifting. Want to pull- Plug that video here so all our listeners can check it out. What's it called? It's called uh, Swipe Swipe by Fat Nick. All right, everyone, check that out. Yeah, Uh, that is our official anthem of this episode. I'll open up up this episode with that song. How about that? Hell yeah, hell yeah. So Howard and I, you know, I mean, we want to learn more because I Howard is kind of shy. I told him about how you were on an episode, you know, you did no seasons on MTV and uh, Howard's shy, but he wants to ask, did you get to ever meet uh, J-Wow by any chance at any rap parties? I did not get to meet J-Wow. Man, Um, that's a bummer. You know, I honestly didn't get to meet any celebrities through the Okay. Okay. Um, I was- Not even Kurt Loder? No, unfortunately not. But I was asked to be on the show Catfish. Oh, nice. I was asked to be on the show Catfish. I said no at the time. Right. Um, I didn't think it was a good look for my, you know, for my whole little, you know, I was trying to put together, you know, I was doing the whole acting thing for my show and I didn't want to kind of distract my attention from my show that I was creating. So I said no to Catfish, but that's smart. Yeah. And I mean, you, you are an accomplished man at the end of the day. And I do thank you for being on here. And that is a a shoe. And I do thank you for being part of my documentary a while back who killed the ball. Of course, man. Of course. You were a great help. Uh, So that was a smart move to not be on there. So I guess it'd be kind of a work. You would be, you would be getting catfished by like a babe or something in that. Yeah. So, so basically they wanted to set like a whole fake scenario where like I meet a girl online and I'm, you know, fall in love with her or whatever. And then I get, I get catfished. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's uncle Howard at the end. Yeah, You know, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to look cool. You know, (laughs) it's true. But you are cool though. You are cool by your pound for pound. The, uh, is he the coolest guest we've had uncle Howard? Uh, yeah, he's gotta be. It's not. Who, who am I competing with? You're competing with uh, the Jim Grabowski, the Pro Wrestler. Brenda. 
And our bartender, Brenda, who uh, felt bad for us, and she thought we were on the radio. Which she's pretty cool, the podcast. Though, She fair. is very cool. She is very, she is cool, but she's old. Yeah. And nobody over 40 can be cool. That's, that's the thing. Well, that's you know? 100%. Well, that. No, it's true, yeah. man. It's true. So well, how do you feel about this? I, I started to cut you off, Howard. But I found out recently our friend Dom Toretto, or the man who plays him, Vin Diesel, he's uh-huh. 50. Yeah, I mean, Vin Diesel hasn't been cool for a while, to be honest. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Is this a stance you're taking? Like, he's not cool? Is Vin Diesel not cool? I mean, dude, it's all about the rock, man. Like, oh, no, this man. is preposterous. I, I got to agree with my uncle. My blood, my, my flesh, my blood here. This is, I mean, I know The Rock is hot right now. Yeah, the, a great song. the Rock is hot, man. And, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the rock season, man. It's a new era. And, you know, Vin Diesel needs to step down. No, he does not. Have you ever? There's, have you seen yeah. the interview of him with that chick that he's like, <laughs> where he's getting very grabby? Oh my I'm god! I'm falling in love, baby. Yeah, you know when I saw that interview, I was kind of like over Vin Diesel. Uh, I he, that's kind uh, of a me too almost. He he him and Ben Affleck or yeah, you know, Ben kinda, Affleck was the Hillary Burton, the little side boob grab. That was that yep. was not cool. They that went under the cool. radar. Yeah. Know, John Claude Van Damme also uh, not under the radar, but he was dancing with that girl and he got a boner at a show. MTV uh, What? Yeah, you remember oh that? Oh my Howard? god, Howard, do you remember that? Yeah, of course I do. He How was dancing it? and he's like, "Oh no!" and he's like covering up his boner and he's like, "Oh, what can I do?" Like, where was this? Uh, it was a small show. I don't know if it was like a Brazilian type like Sabado Gigante show, oh like God. their version. But yeah, it was that kind of a man. Yeah. So Vin Diesel, that is kind of a me too type situation with that girl. It's a secret me too. It's a secret me too. It's an Easter egg me too that we've unlocked. It's, that we've it's found. an Easter it's, egg me too. You're right. It's, it's an after the credit scene. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh yeah. Right at the end of the Marvel movies when Thanos shows up, it's uh it's, but it's Vin Diesel without an infinity gauntlet, but he's just grabbing this grabbing, being grabby. Yeah. yeah. Vin grab man. So Vin Diesel, I hate. So it's a proclamation we have to make on this episode, but Vin Diesel, it's just not that cool anymore, man. I'm he's, sorry, but he's not, man. He's, you know, but he, the, he but had to his, argue. Uh-huh. The rock. He, there's a certain, every time of the year when a rock movie comes out, be it Baywatch, be it uh rampage or, uh, what was the recent one? The one with the, the fake leg. Oh, uh, skyscraper. 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 So every year when one of his movie flops, he start makes, he start making excuses on social media. He starts yeah. calling the critics elitists. He says, audiences love it, but the critics hate it. It's kind of the gaudy strategy of like, Hey, Boy. yeah. Oh, he says it's doing great overseas. Yes, exactly. He's like, hey, it's doing great in China. So how is this movie? So man, every exactly movie does movie. great in China. They're <laughs> desperate for entertainment. Actually, uh, uh, the Last Jedi didn't do that great in China because uh, they didn't take Finn out the poster, and when they saw a black man, they're just like, no, we're not, we're we're out. <laughs> wow, is that, is that true? Uh, it's partially true. They, I think they knew a black man was going to be in it from the force awakens. They still took him out of the poster for the last Jedi. He's just like nothing there, but they weren't going to see that even though they, just, yeah. So it's a, it's a rough deal for, uh, for China that for star Wars, but, uh, it's, regardless the rock. Isn't it true that China's 
largely responsible for cyberbullying Kelly Marie Tran off of the <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran. I think that's all. I think that's all USA, man. Right there. I think we could. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we could take pride for bullying Kelly Marie Tran. We could take pride soon for uh, Kavanaugh being the Supreme Court. There's uh, a lot to like about this country. <laughs> yeah i'm sure we'll think of something by the end of the show to like about it but yeah so i so yeah i'm just gonna disagree i mean agree to disagree there the rock i mean i understand his stock is, is just through the roof he puts out like what five movies a year yeah you know he's 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 like a just like a mainstream like danny trejo like with the work you know like <laughs> It is true. He's dropping so much work, and when you see The Rock in a movie, it's just it just makes it like I don't know. He gives it a like an extra layer to anything he does. I think it right? does pop. But you know what? The man lost to Billy Gunn on a Monday Night Raw, so I don't know how much credibility he has. I, I, I wish his audience. I wish audiences would take note of that. The man had lost to true, Billy true. Gunn true. and a few other scrubs. Here's my problem with The Rock: is he's always playing the good good clean guy i want to see him be in some like dirty weird dark shit hey i think that's a really good point you know i don't think the rock has really explored his true acting capabilities yet range yeah i want i want to see him basically doing you know everyone's talking about this movie mandy with nicholas cage i want to see mandy with the rock Mm. what what do you guys think about mandy i I haven't seen it it was a plus I love loved Mandy. What? Yeah. What's, give me the scoop on Mandy, you guys. Give me the scoop. Fill me in. Oh, it's Nicolas Cage and his pretty little number gets killed by a cult. <laughs> so then he has to chop up a bunch of people. Damn. Is yeah. It's, can, it's, yeah it's, it's, there? <laughs> basically, like you know, your typical you know guy's woman gets killed and he has to get revenge on her, but. Instead, it's the gang just happens to be these crazy, like, demo. It's like they're like demons. Oh, okay. And they're like part of this weird cult thing. And it's, and he's like, there's like a big, there's a fight with like, like a, like a huge chainsaw. It's pretty badass. So I should see this instead of peppermint. Definitely. So you guys are misogynist because you, you, you don't see a Jennifer Garner movie that's pretty much the same as this or similar, you know? You guys haven't seen the trailer for Peppermint? I haven't even heard of it. Peppermint, <laughs> it's Jennifer Garner's version of Taken, but they kill her uh, her daughter. You know, you see it in the trailer. They kill her daughter. Wow, they surprise. go for it. They go for <laughs> it. Uh, I mean, you get the idea, and, and she says, crooked cops, uh, thugs on the street, and I'm going to kill them all. So oh. this is this is her, you know, she she needs this after Bradley Ben Affleck. There's never been a more plausible action star than Jennifer Garner. So. <laughs> I, I, I used to be in love with her. Right? I mean, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, thir- 13 going on 30? Or was oh, it the other yeah. way around? Well, and I believe longtime bedheads will remember that one of the films I once picked was Daredevil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Clark Michael Duncan. <laughs> Great guy. I haven't seen him in many movies lately. Have you, No, no I've not. He's laying low. He's laying low. Is that why do Hollywood guys do that? Like Sean William Scott. Why do why do these guys lay low for a while and then come yeah, back? You know, it could be the Me Too movement, man. Mm. A lot of these guys could be could be hiding some things, man. Clark, you think, Michael Duncan got Me Too. <laughs> possible. 
Did my did Clark Michael Duncan get me too secretly, and that's why we haven't seen him in movies, or is there something bigger going on that we don't know? Are we being left in the dark? That's my question for our audience. So you can answer us on Twitter. You know the scoop already. Yeah, so and- I, I was just gonna ask Yuri. Do you think this Me Too is this good for you? Because you're a class act. I'll say it right there in front of anybody. Like this, people should be moving up the the roster, the ranks. You know, in sure. entertainment. You know. And we should be holding people accountable. So I'm not so much for guys coming back. I mean, like, you're not doctors who can cure cancer. We don't need perverts back, you know? So, yeah. So, but, but Mel Gibson's kind of infiltrating his way back in. I mean, he didn't so much sexually assault somebody as much as, you know, uh, verbally assault. The thing with Mel Gibson is, man, he did Passion of the Christ. (laughs) <laughs> that's a, man is that the loophole he can play is that what you're saying i mean it's definitely the loophole i think you know i don't think you know i i definitely don't justify his actions but you know the right, man of course. Did, the man did passion of the christ so he could always plead forgiveness howard we need to look up in this religion uh scam this gimmick here because it can make a lot of money if we start a church or something like that you know well, I have been working on starting my own religion lately, so that's it's funny that you bring it up. But uh, I've got some plans, and I think um, we should be making a lot of money real, real soon. All right. Well, we'll keep that under wraps so nobody gets any funny ideas. But I want to talk about the X Men trailer dropped. I don't know if you guys, uh, if you guys saw it. Uh, it's okay if you haven't. Haven't. Somehow missed that one. You missed that one. Well, our friend of the show, Jack Allison, he likes to call uh, these new movies coming out, the new Ghostbusters, new Star Wars, uh, new X-Men. These are the Muppet baby generation for him. These are, you know, That's a good. Rehab. It is good. And I do like the term, and I like the Muppet babies too, so I don't know how that's an insult because Muppets are good, but Muppet babies were damn good too, Nanny. Muppet babies were better than the Muppets. Wow. Whoa, dude. That's a hot take. Hot take. That is a hot take. Hey, so he said it wasn't me. <laughs> you don't need that backlash of the Muppet Babies. But my <laughs> point in all this is, I don't like the guy playing Beast. I think it should just be Kelsey Grammer again. The future days of future past has messed up the timeline enough. Who's gonna notice Kelsey Grammer and Jennifer Lawrence having some nice sexual tension that uh that we paid we paid. To see the movies, you know, we paid to see that in movies. You don't like Nicholas Holt? <laughs> no, who is he? It's guy who plays Beast. <laughs> what else has he done? He was in a. Uh, he was the little uh, war boy in Mad Max. Fury Road. <laughs> I remember the weird baby in Mad Max. Who is he? He was the guy with like, the wild white face, who's like, like. Blah! Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah, right. just yells. Right. Have you My, seen Mad Max, Yuri? Uh, I am a big fan of Mad Max. I like the weird demented baby or uh, dwarf character. That the guy who's in the chair who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Over there. <laughs> That's a good impersonation. <laughs> that is a good impersonation. They're going north. They're going north. Okay, that's that very chill. Yeah, uh, I do want to take a moment. Um, I, I want to ask you some more questions, but uh, we have a campaign we're starting on Pillow Talk. Uh, we want Elliot Gould of Oceans 11, 12, and 13, and 8. Uh, we want him on Pillow Talk. Can do well. Elliot Gould, we yeah, Elliot, you're listening. As good as Gould is what we'll title the episode. How about that? Even better. 
Yeah, exactly. So, Elliot, if you're listening, Ross's dad, uh, we want you on Pillow Talk, and this is just a plea. Bedheads, uh, harass him on Twitter. Send him some nudes, some lewds and nudes, and uh, hopefully we can get Elliot on here. But, uh, Yuri, you were telling me earlier you, uh, you, you wrapped up a project recently or last year, uh, something coming out? Yeah, so um, so in 2017, I, uh, I shot a film that I had dedicated to my dog that had passed away. Okay. And um, yeah, and I uh, it was taking me a while to edit it, and I kind of just never liked like the any of the edits that I was doing, and I kind of just gave up on the film. Whoa, really? Yeah. Is this, is this the one where uh, you go? It was I don't know, if it, not parasailing. I forgot. Yeah, that one. Okay, okay, great, great, great. Yeah, yeah, I, re- I recall that. So, so, so yeah, so like just a week ago, we were you know just sitting at the at the studio at the editing studio and just cho- kind of chopping around different scenes and we just kind of like realized what was wrong with all the edits and just by fixing that one little thing it kind of made everything kind of fall into place so, so you had like, this revelation yeah a year later and like, that's great though yeah we finished the movie finally and it, within like two days the movie was done after we had that revelation and now it's you know getting ready to be submitted to film festivals nice and you know most likely premiere you know at a festival 2019 that's awesome. I mean, I saw you speak in the University of Miami, and uh, I That's was right. Taken, you did. I was taken aback by how inspiring you legitimately were for these students. I would have just been the ultimate creep, Uncle Howard. Uh, you still have your restraining order from being able to go to U- University of Miami. Well, I'm restrained from going to certain parts of the University of Miami. There's a lot of parts that I'm still able to find my way into. <laughs> uh, the uh, TGI Fridays across the street of the Metro Rail Station does not count as University of Miami. So I hate to oh, break it to you. But there's a way to get into the University of Miami from that TGI Fridays. <laughs> you know, yes, through the sewers. You've told me. Yeah. You've told me. You're my really... Fr- yeah. Some of my best buds live down in those sewers down there. <laughs> so that's uh, the one thing I'll give uh, the solo movie is uh, they really brought to life the uh, sewer culture of uh, certain people that people live there. My you know, fr- it's a thing. My friend uh, Capiche Sam lives down there. Uh, also, another friend, uh, General Electric. Uh, Yuri, you don't know this, but have you seen the commercials with the General and Shaq, a uh, mustache computer graphic? Oh, man? of course. Big fan. So, so our friend. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm a fan too of the general and Shaq. Yeah, so uh, the man who uh, siphons off electricity to uh, provide us, he does it around the block here. I know this is a little bit of a rough neighborhood, more than uh, you might be used to, but there's a guy who siphons off the electricity, a small man uh, named General Electric, who uh, is powering us today. Was, that's why we have electricity around some parts of the house. He's a he's nice. a great guy, and he uh, he happens to live in the sewers, unfortunately. But is that by choice, Howard? Well, he has a lot of different places that he goes when he needs to lay low from somewhere or another. So he does live in the sewers sometimes. Other times, he has been seen living in the trees. That's that's when you know it uh, reminds me of Jurassic Park too. The high hide. Do you remember the high hide? No, oh, when they're hiding up in the trees. Doing gymnastics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Of course, of course, of course. When they go high, yeah, high, high. You don't, you know, that's the best way to stop a T Rex. You just go high. That's the best way to avoid law enforcement. People run through the streets to avoid them. Nobody ever goes up. (laughs) Nobody ever goes up. That's also the best way to defeat Trump when he goes low. You go high. (laughs) Exactly. That's true true words. 
That Tyrese loved that line when he first heard it. Tyrese was a big Hillary Clinton supporter on Facebook. You know, that's another guy. See, that's why I can't stand by the rock. I feel like he was trying to get Tyrese out of those movies. And without but, Tyrese, know, what the rock definitely, you know, I kind of lost a little bit of respect for him when he uh, started bullying Tyrese. Yeah. That's, you know, that's think, somebody who needs some help a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was kind of like a dark move on the rocks part. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it kind of also was kind of cool since, you know, it's like we're, <laughs> so, we're so used to seeing him being so nice in the movies. And, and then he just like, it, he was literally, I don't know if you've seen the video of him on set and he's like talking about Tyrese's album. I saw, I saw, I, it, it sounded like it was yeah, in jest, you know, but not entirely. Tyrese was having like a meltdown and The Rocks just came out on a video like, yeah, you know, he just dropped an album called Black Rose. It should be titled Black Dog Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you know, I think it was kind of cool, you know. But... <laughs> well, Howard, you got your wish. You got your edgy uh, rock moment for wow. you. I got it more than I thought I wanted it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of dark. It's kind of dark. I wonder yeah. if The Rock will be part of – well, he, he definitely will be. There's a new site called Wikifeet, and there's it's predominantly women – but now they're making a man's version, and sure. I feel like The Rock is going to be subjected to a lot of that now. And I want to see how Mr. Smiles, Mr. Entertainment, you know, Mr. Inspirational Quotes on Instagram. He has the worst Instagram imaginable. The worst. It's all inspirational quotes. That's I want to see. Yeah, and I know you just want the shirtless photos, Howard. That's right. I want to see the shirtless photos and... You know, a lot of people know that I am pansexual and that I love feet, but I do not want to see a man's foot under any circumstances. So you draw the line. You love women's feet. You love love women's feet. You don't like men's feet. Don't like men's feet. But I'd like to have sex with both genders equally. So you do the math. You know, I I actually kind of hate feet. You're, you hate feet. Wow. So we got. Oh, wow. God, yeah. I mean, if wow, I can. Could you come into my podcast and say that? <laughs> you know, brother, you know, I, I, if I could find me like a beautiful girl with just no feet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm sure that can be arranged, but it's not not very good. What, you, so you would tolerate stumps over feet? Yeah, stumps are, are fine. Stumps oh, I can are... see to that. Stumps, you know, stumps are basically like elbows or shoulders or whatever. I could find you a girl that meets that demands real easy. That is beautiful girl with no feet. You know, uh, I just want to say a quick shout out. I don't know if I did this. We had problems taping. A quick shout out to Sleeves, who was blocked by the Big Dogs company and then banned from Twitter, the front of the show. And he, uh, he switched over to and one, and that was a big mistake because now Big Dogs took him out of Twitter. So nobody threatened Big Dogs on Twitter. I know they make great shirts, but uh, not cool. Not cool on their behalf, Howard. I urge everybody to stop buying Big Dogs and start buying exclusively No Fear or Big Johnson. No Fear or Big Johnson. Did you ever own any No Fear shirts, Yuri? Yeah, definitely. I was... Uh... The Rottweiler in the back. I feel like it's your style so much. I was really into, um, I, you know, when I was younger, I was more into like Jinko. Okay, all right, you're yeah, a big Jinko sure. guy. Yeah, that's kind of uh, yeah. Big Jinko. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I think like Jinko. Uh, 
That was another weird fucking. So you had Quicksilver, you had Jinko. Uh, I but, I like Pacific. I was a Pacific Sun guy. I like Hurley. You know, Spitfire was also uh quite big in high school. A little smiley flame. When it's time to go out and meet the girls, Bugle Boy, Bugle, Bugle Boy, Boy. <laughs> or Green Dog, or Green Dog. What's Green Dog? Do you know Green Dog, Howard? It was uh Burdine's brand. Oh, that's upscale. I never heard of that one. I must have not had the bank. Little, little rich from my blood. <laughs> Howard, you still own some No Fear shirts. Oh, I do. Well, it's not like I started getting fearful once they went out of style. <laughs> so I saw no reason to get rid of what I had. And in fact, uh, they do still manufacture No Fear gear. You just need to travel to Lithuania to buy it. And, well, that's why I head out that way about twice a year. That's a smart man. It's a fiscal uh, conservative move right there, Howard. I have to respect the shit out of that. So is there anything you want to plug, Yuri? I mean, I know you got that 2019. Are you working on anything new, or is it strictly music videos right now? Um, you know, there's there's some movies that are coming out, but I can't really talk too much about what Okay. They but All right. I am, I am going to be making, you know, for sure one maybe two films next year nice nice uh nothing but respect here i am a fan uh people should see i mean i i i'm glad you didn't come here um you know honestly like you would be one to boast you're not you're a pretty humble guy and you know you let people find out for themselves but uh cockfight uh is kind of a big deal people i think you should see that if you don't know who exactly who our guest is uh, I think what's what is there a hashtag symbol in the O yeah, for cockfight? Yeah. Instead of an O, it's a hashtag, so it's C. It's very so, right, so it's very Bing friendly. So you go on Bing, you type you type in cockfight, but without, instead of the O, you put in the number sign, and you should be. See, we got a man here. You're, you're just you know you're smoking like a chimney right now. You're really lighting it up, man. I, yeah, uh, I'm I'm smoking a doobie right now, actually. Wow. Wow, you know, you and Howard here, you love your drug cigarettes, I have to say, you know, but oh, yeah, you, nothing but yeah. respect. I do, I smoke a lot of cigarettes filled with ayahuasca. Oh, yeah, I've, I've done that before. I spent uh, Hurricane Irma doing that. Smart man, smart man. Where did you spend Hurricane Irma, Howard? I wish I could remember. I know some of it was inside Denny's. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why did you? That, I still can't believe that. You were working for them at the time. You, I don't know if you passed out or what, but you called me talking about a storm, and I had to inform you that there was a hurricane going on. So you <coughs> stayed at Denny's. What were you doing? Well, as you know, some Denny's used to have bars in them. So oh. this one didn't, but I pretended it did, and I drank an awful lot of syrup. Jesus Christ. So, well, I mean, that's one way to ride out a storm, break into it. Well, you worked there at the time. I'll give you that. I, I listened to Quiet Storm a bunch <laughs> of times. You rocked out during Hurricane Irma. Nothing but respect. I was yeah. losing my mind. I was not pleased. I, the last I, thing I had on was a Nicolas Cage movie, the one in the casino, or no, the boxing fight one. Leaving Las Oh, eight millimeter. I believe so. I believe yeah, I, so. I literally spent Hurricane Irma like as su the first night. I smoked DMT all night. What is DMT? It's basically like a crystallized form of ayahuasca okay that is very cool and um it's you know dmt is it's 
It's literally like you smoke it and you get like transported to like another fucking dimension. Like it's not, you know, like when you see like in movies, like a character take like acid and then they're like in a weird like fairy world. Yeah, because I'm not that- much of a drug man. So I, when I saw uh, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, I'm wondering myself, like how much is this no, is ridiculous and how much fear, is legit? Fear and Loathing, uh, Fear and Loathing, you know, to me is pretty re- is pretty real actually. Oh, shit. The only the only part that I would say is not really like very similar to acid is when all the people turn into lizards. Got you. Okay. Yeah, that part seemed a bit much. But uh, it's like, I mean, you know, you've seen like in the that in uh Pick a Destiny, the Jack Black movie, when he eats shrooms and he goes into this crazy, like trippy land. I've seen Saving Silverman with Neil Diamond and Jason Biggs. <laughs> any tripping, any crazy <laughs> tripping sequence, you will definitely like that's what DMT is like. It just takes you to another world. So Jeez, well, that's a smart yeah. way to survive there, I have to say. And you got grief from Harmony Corinne for not leaving, is that right? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I hate to put, I hate the name drop for this show. Like no, we're like I, trying to work out here. I but. actually like that night. I I made a bet with my friend as to who could get more famous people to give them hurricane advice. <laughs> well, and mission accomplished, George yeah, W. I got I got Harmony Corinne and I got uh, Barry Jenkins, the director of Moonlight. Did anybody say stay and say fuck that? Don't be a bitch. Like no, no. Harmony, what? Harmony told me. Uh, he said you should leave, man. This That's is- some white privilege shit. I'm sorry. I, I'm I sorry. agree. And we're, uh, we're dog owners here. We don't have like know, the option of like getting the fuck out of Dodge, man. Like we stay with our dogs or we take our dogs. You know, yeah, whatever. You know, Oscar, Oscar winner Barry Jenkins, uh, <laughs> best picture. He he gave me some good advice. I think he. You know, he thought that I should leave, but if I had to stay with the family, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Right, right, right. I think that's, and, and, yeah, that's the right approach. And then, like, literally, I right before I lost power, I ate um, an ecstasy pill. Oh, and, God. And once I lost power, I just started. It got so hot, and it was, it was I spent, like, a whole day just sweating. It was really intense. See, that's Howard. uh I know you disagree with me here, but there is such thing as temperatures being too hot to uh, to pleasure yourself to. There's, I know you disagree with me on that. That might be true, but I haven't discovered that temperature yet. You yeah, have yeah. done you ever, taken, you ever taken MDMA, Howard? Have I taken it where? <laughs> Just kidding, of course. <laughs> Good, Lord. Good Lord. Oh, no. Yeah, you go to a sauna with, on MDMA, you might you might find what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you might find That's... who you're looking for, man. I, yeah. I mean, you really discriminate even sober I, in a sauna. I might I do that. Even, that's why I can't bring it to LA Fitness anymore. But anyways, look, I'm going to wrap it up here. It's been fun, Yuri. You've been, a, you've been a great guest. You gave us the scoop on a lot of Hollywood insider stuff. I have to uh, thank you for that. I have to thank you again. Thank you again right, for doing my documentary. Thank you, I'll Brad. Upload this. Yeah, man. Uh, we want to invite you. There's going to be uh, invites going around for certain bedheads okay. for an exclusive. It's, it's going to happen in December. It's going to be the roast of Uncle Howard. It's going to be an event. Yeah, you're getting roasted, Howard. You're getting oh, roasted, no. toasted, oh, and no. to a crisp. So <laughs> we're, we're going to need some roasters. So I'll, be, I'll be honored. 
this is my formal invite. So not that it takes a lot to roast Uncle Howard, but uh, hey, hey, what, do you, hey. what do you guys do for the Christmas holidays? Uh, well, what do we do? We have the we have the well, we don't normally get a tree because we only have much room here, as you can see. But uh, yeah. Uncle Howard, what do I mean? We like to drink eggnog. We like to wrestle a lot. Maybe yeah, we, do, we do a little bit of tussling and a little. We'll play a little grappling with we're each gonna, other. Hey, hey, we're gonna take out some babes this Christmas. Yeah. How about that? How about, how about that? stocking stuff for Howard? I uh well not for me to you, but for from us to some babes. Uh, hey, I'll stuff all sorts of stockings. I uh silk uh, stockings? Yeah, I was gonna say also DHL us uh, some White Castle down from New York <laughs> yeah. for the holidays. That's a smart move as well. Two days. So, so not bad. We find edge. Hey, can we plug our own internet stuff? Let's plug our internet stuff. I'm Bug TV Franklin on Twitter. I'm, you can find yeah. No, go ahead. Forgive me. No, you can find us on Facebook, Pillow Talk with Franklin Uncle Howard. Just you know, type that in the search bar. Uh Yuri, do you have uh anything you yeah, want to plug? Uh, follow Yuri. me, follow me on Instagram at Julian Yuri. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-Y-U-R-I. And if you see me on Tinder, swipe right. Oh, oh. So, so that's anybody. I, anybody. I like that. No discrimination. Anybody. That's pansexual. <laughs> nah, nah, I'll swipe right too. I don't care. <laughs> Take it up a notch. Why not? So I'm I mean, I, I see fake, fake hot girls on Tinder that I know they're fake, and I still swipe, <laughs> swipe right. <laughs> Howard, any uh, final words? Yeah, I got a three for everyone out there. What's Go. Fuck yourselves. Talk. 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 Talk.